0: Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C 13 original studio. On May 17, 1954, the Supreme Court rules in Brown v. Board of Education. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. It had been a long time coming, but at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday, May 17th, 1954, in a remarkably unanimous opinion, Chief Justice Earl Warren announced the opinion of the court in Brown v. Board of Education. The ruling, the racist principle of separate but equal, was found to be unconstitutional. And so the United States of America in the middle of the 20th century took a step out of what Hubert Humphrey in 1948 had described as the shadow of states' rights and into the sunshine of civil rights. The Brown case was a consolidation of lawsuits from Kansas, Delaware, South Carolina, and Virginia. And the occasion offered the new Warren court. Warren, the former California governor, had been appointed chief justice only in 1953 an opportunity to revisit the court's infamous 1896 decision in Plessy v. Ferguson. Warren quoted a Kansas finding in the decision, Segregation of white and colored children in public schools has a detrimental effect upon the colored children. The impact is greater when it has the sanction of law, for the policy of separating the races is usually interpreted as denoting the inferiority of the Negro group. A sense of inferiority affects the motivation of a child to learn. Segregation with the sanction of law, therefore, has a tendency to retard the educational and mental development of Negro children and to deprive them of some of the benefits they would receive in a racially integrated school system." Therefore, Warren announced, We conclude that, in the field of public education, the doctrine of separate but equal has no place. Separate educational facilities are inherently unequal. Thus began a new era in American life and politics. But it was an era with much in common with the old. Senator Harry Byrd of Virginia was explicit. He said, If we can organize the southern states for massive resistance to this order, I think that in time the rest of the country will realize that racial integration is not going to be accepted in the South. Always a feature of American life, defiance of federal authority was reinvigorated in the wake of the court's decision on this day. We live in that world still, one shaped by the claims of conscience and the rule of law, over and against the defiant designs of forces that seek to preserve an older, more violent, more constricted America. May 17, 1954 offers us an example of a high court ruling that advanced liberty. And as we know, both from history and in our own time, not every ruling does that. But on this day, America's highest court spoke to the future. It's up to us to make that future real. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, chief content officer and founding partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistants and operations by Paige Heimson, Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Research assistance by Sarah Jean Caver. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company.
1: I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist Dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck, available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.